Welcome to Fortress of Faith with Tom Wallace, calling North America to repentance and revival. Well, welcome back once again to the Corner of Truth and Courage. Thank you for joining us here today. Folks, we're going to be turning to Europe, our attention over there here today. Uh, We had another situation in Europe where a teacher trying to explain to his class, what we call a religious studies class in England, um, he was explaining about Islam and some of their... um, you know, how they get offended, and going through some of the history of the attacks over the cartoons, and proceeded to explain and show these cartoons that caused offense to Muslims in effort to try to, not at all to, you know, attack Islam or whatever, but just simply to explain the volatility that some religions have, over certain things. Well, in doing so, the eruption uh, is now all against him. They're all mad at him. And the Muslim community has come up and, um, and threatened his life. He's in hiding with his family. They're afraid what might happen to them is what happened to a teacher just not even a year ago. In uh, last October in France, a teacher did the very same thing, trying to explain to their to their children, the classes there about what's going on in our world, about um, people being offended over certain material and so on, and and exercising, trying to exercise and trying to explain that we must have the value of free speech, even if it does offend. Uh, free speech is essential. We can't limit that. And in an effort trying to teach that and to show what was the, you know, why and how Muslims got upset about these things, again, that situation erupted, and that teacher was murdered by a Muslim, an 18-year-old Chechen uh, immigrant that moved into France at the, um, the loving heart that France has to the Muslim refugees that are looking for a home and they come into a non-Muslim country and they expect them to act like Muslims. Well, they don't because they're not a Muslim country and they don't have the same, you know, respect for the laws of Islam that Muslims would have. And that's, uh, should be only considered natural, but anyhow, uh, so, you know, that teacher was beheaded. So I want to get into this here today. And talk to you about these Muslim cartoons. Tomorrow, I'll try to get back to the source, the Danish cartoons. Because there's a great deal of an untold story that I suspect most of you aren't aware of. What actually was published in the paper amongst the Danish population there, the Danes, it really wasn't that volatile at all. And the Muslims there didn't get really bent out of shape. It was some imams that fabricated other pictures saying that this was published in the newspaper that were really insulting. And that's what erupted the Muslim world. 
during the Arab Spring and all that and stuff, and then the deaths of many as a result of that. And so we'll, we'll take some time to get into that here today. Before we get into that, let me click quickly remind you we are falling short of our fundraising goal for the spring. And so uh, let me just give you a bare mention of that there. If you And uh, if you haven't uh, participated in our fundraising campaign to help us reach our $15,000 goal, would you consider giving us a call today, this week, during normal office hours? Uh, the number to call is 800-616-0082. That's 800-616-0082. You can give online safely, securely at fortressoffaith.com. That's fortressoffaith.com. Voltaire said this back in the late uh, 1600s, early 1700s, where he lived, when he lived. And he said, to learn who rules over you, simply find out who you are not allowed to criticize. Now think about that. If you're not allowed to criticize certain people, then you kind of discover who rules over you. The author Kevin Storm, Strom, sorry, who wrote, in the National Vanguard back in 1993, he said this, to determine the true rulers of any society, all you must do is ask yourself this question, who is it that I am not permitted to criticize? And he's pretty much, you know, re-quoting Voltaire there, but there's, there's truth to that. If you want to know, you know, who really has control over you, um, just find out by... Criticizing certain people, and you'll find out um, whether they rule over you. And as far as Islam goes, they are taking the lead when it comes to suppressing your rights to free speech. And the problem is this, is that if we kowtow to it and suppress it, and this is what happened, you know, over you know, a dozen years ago when the Arab Spring was breaking forth and we had these Danish cartoons. The reason why the Danish newspaper printed these cartoons, they did it for an exercise to say we have the rights to free speech. We shouldn't be afraid or shouldn't be um, restricted from printing Things just because a particular group of people, a religious group, says we can't do it, um, that is suppression of free speech. And so, therefore, they did it. And actually, they did it in a somewhat tasteful way, to tell you the truth. When you look at these cartoons, which I have, well, when that story broke and all this thing was unfolding, no. Um, large media institution here in the United States actually republished these cartoons. Most of us here in America have no idea what actually was the issue and the problem. Some pictures, some of these uh, sketches of these cartoons were making their way through the Internet, but not the ones that, that were actually fabricated that created the offense. I'll talk about that tomorrow. Because uh, we'll need a whole broadcast to get into that. The untold story of the Danish cartoons. and um, But uh, an exercise was done here in the United States, so what, about six years ago? 
Robert Spencer and Pamela Geller sponsored this event in Texas and to demonstrate, again, the rights of the freedom of speech. And they had a Danish cartoon uh, situation going well. Of course, you know, some Muslims there got upset about that. And they took off, a couple of them took off from California. And here's a part of the story you don't know about that. When they came to uh, to Texas, got to the location where the event was uh, being held. These two um, Muslims armed with um, AR-15s and guns proceeded to make their way into the building. Of course, they had security there at the building. They saw the threat was coming, and uh, a gunfight had ensued, and the two Muslims were killed. Uh, before they could get into the building to try to kill those involved in this uh, free speech demonstration. Robert Spencer told me, he said, "What the, part of the story that probably most people aren't aware of is that the FBI, these two individuals were on the watch list, and they followed them. They knew they were en route to the event. They knew that they were armed, and they followed them. They didn't call ahead. They didn't try to warn. They didn't try to say, hey, there's trouble coming. You need to be prepared for this. They didn't even try to prevent them and stop them from carrying out their terrorist act. And they just kind of stood back and watched. Their situation was to observe. Can you believe that? And so fortunately, these uh, Muslims weren't able to carry out their their attack. But uh, what's happened in England? Well, we have, again, another situation where, just like what we had in France, a teacher trying to educate, trying to bring understanding to both sides of the story. Muslims have an issue with this. They have a feeling that this is an offense, this is a blasphemy against their prophet Muhammad, against their God, Allah. Uh, it is a violation of their beliefs. However, they're in non-Muslim countries. Do they have the right to enforce Sharia law, Sharia rules, Islamic rules on non-Muslims? Do non-Muslims have the right and the freedom of speech in these countries of England and France to be able to say even things that are even offensive? And apparently, the answer to that question is, yes, they do have that right. And they're demonstrating that right, and they're showing this is how people demonstrated that right. They, pub they published these cartoons. Now, the cartoons that were being shown in the class in, in uh, England here just recently, just last week, and also in France last year, were published by Charlie Hebdo. Now, to tell you the truth, I've not seen those publications. They did them a number of uh, years ago. And you remember what happened to Charlie Hebdo, the office there, when we had um, immigrants, uh, so-called um, uh, Muslim refugees, coming out of Syria uh, as part of the, um, the wave of Muslims. Over a million of them came into Germany and then later into France and stuff, and they had these terror cells that were coming from ISIS alone, and they went and attacked the offices of Charlie Hebdo. I think we had six people killed in that incident. Now, 
here's the thing you need to understand about Islam. You see, in Islam, they don't really think of Allah, their God, bringing judgment, doing the job of bringing his own vengeance upon the sinners. It is pretty much left up to the Muslim to do the job for God. They are, in a sense, considered to be the judge, juror, and executioner. The Quran makes it very clearly, fight those who believe not in Allah nor the last day, nor hold that which is forbidden by Allah and his messenger, even if they be the people of the book. The people of the book are the Jews and the Christians. Even if they are, are, are you know, somewhat religious people and following the, uh, the teachings that God, that Allah has given, uh, if they're the pagans, the mushkaroons, even if they are also the, uh, the al-Aqatab, the people of the book, you are to fight them because they do not follow Allah. If they will not submit to Allah, then you have the right to strike them at their necks and cut off their limbs and to dispatch them if they do not submit to to becoming a Muslim, or do not submit to being a slave to a Muslim, being a demi, uh, paying jizya, and if they will not do that, then you as a Muslim have that authority, according to the Quran, to take the law unto yourself and do Allah's bidding. And that puts us at great danger with just about every Muslim that follows Islam. We're going to have to stop there. Would you consider helping us reach our goal in our fundraising goal for this spring. The number to call is 800-616-0082. God bless you.